Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Unrelenting Pursuit podcast, where we invite you to join us at our table as we discuss ways to grow and develop in marriage. Yeah, guys, come along with us. We are committed to laughing, sharing, and getting very, very real. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining us for episode six of our Unrelenting Pursuit podcast. I know it is crazy. Uh, We are going to talk about words today. Yep. We have a fancy title yet, or we're just going to come up with that later? No, we'll come up with it. Words matter. That's words matter. I mean, words matter all the time, but especially marriage. So we could do like um, marriage words dot. No. Okay. We'll come up with that in a little bit. Uh, And actually, this has been something that I've been kind of thinking about all week in a couple of different contexts, but uh, actually was doing a devotional all week long that I thought my husband was doing as well. And I didn't understand why he was not commenting at all. But I realized today when he mentioned that um, That he was not on this. Okay. To do I sent a link out, but apparently he did not receive it and has not been reading this devotional throughout the week, but it's called Bulletproof Marriage, right? Yes. And so I'd already been thinking about this, but this uh, particular devotional aligned really well with what I was already contemplating. And so Brad's going to read a little excerpt from there. Yeah, it was. it's actually pretty cool. I'll tell you guys who, who the author is. I don't know yet. I'd have to go back to the the front of it the you know the it's called bulletproof marriage is called the devotion but i'll check it out I'll, I'll tell you guys right now but anyway um so one of the things that we saw or that i saw in here because i was catching up because i was never invited along with all our friends all our friends were invited i wasn't single tear rolling down his cheek right now yep um here's an excerpt from bulletproof marriage The main reason why a marriage is successful is that the spouses have learned to put a filter on three different areas of their lives, a filter on what they say, their mouth, a filter on how they see each other, their eyes, and a filter on their hearts. And we're going to talk about the mouth, but it all goes together. It all ties in. Words matter all goes together. But I do think that that was a really profound statement. And I think that that's true in marriages completely that these three filters need to be there. But man, I would say, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I feel like when we grew up, people were not quite as free with their thoughts as they are now. I don't know if it's because of social media. It's exactly because of social media. Yeah. It's just 100%. You could sit behind a laptop or a phone and you can, express exactly how you feel without a care for someone yeah, else's. Yeah, without really recognizing the person or who Without they a are. care for someone else's feelings. Yeah. You could yeah. sit there, hit send if it's a text, hit post, whatever, and then that's it. You carry on with your own life. So I, I do think that I think that, that people are more outspoken today on on what they feel, um, good or bad, Yeah, than they ever were. But you could always be outspoken. It's just, you know, words matter. I also definitely see the couples that uh, create the perfect image of their relationship on social media or they are are giving a shout out to their spouse all the time while completely struggling personally and then (laughs) 
my husband is like back and forth on the mic with me right now. I can't even focus on my thoughts because he's literally I'm so like, good looking. no, that's not why he's like, move like, forward. No. I move forward a little bit. No. He's like, move back a little bit. Like there's no winning right now. <laughs> well, if only if only I goes had back to our money talk, the headphones, not. if only it I had the back. headphones and I could be telling back you. to the money episode. Uh, All right. Anyways, anyways continue. So I'm just saying that a lot of times people give an impression that everything is perfect. And yes, this isn't just words, but they're, they're putting it out on social media that everything is perfect while, while really having a very toxic marriage. And Mm. you see that happening all the time too, or the other side of things where there's a lot of bashing of their spouse on social media where it's like, Oh, if only my husband would get off the couch or, you know, and, and just really like feeling just, the air was such negativity towards their spouse. Absolutely. And that's just, just as toxic as saying it to someone's face clearly. Yeah. So, um, anyway, well, I mean, if you're that. writing that on social media for the masses, like if you're bashing your spouse, then you're bashing them in the house, in the home. Yeah, absolutely. And if you have kids they they hear it and they'll start, you know, they might not say it to people's faces, but the, you know, they'll start feeling the same way or they might smart off, you know, like, I mean, it's just, it, it, this is a huge, huge topic. And I mean, really, like when you told me like, oh, words matter. I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They matter. But like when you start really diving into words matter. Yeah. And it's not even just the words. Like you could be like tone. Right? Oh, 100%. I mean- <laughs> there have been times that Brad has said something to me and and what he was saying was perfectly fine. fine. But the like tone. Is it, no, you, it you've never been a poet. Don't you know it? But (laughs) anyways, no, but it's the, it's the way that he says it and vice versa. I mean, I know that there have been times Brad has done things, even like he did a house project. This is an example in my head right now, but him Mm. and a buddy of his, they did a house project and I came in and he wanted, he's like, when have I done (laughs) a house project? That does not sound like me. My husband has many talents, but house projects are not his favorite, but they did this. this, They did this for me. And um, I came in and he asked what I thought about it. And I really just felt like, He really wanted me to really look at this project and take a moment and contemplate (laughs) what I thought of it, which I did, which he then perceived as me not liking what they were doing. And it was really the exact opposite. I was just trying to give it the proper honor in that moment, (laughs) but it just didn't come off that way. Yes. Uh, But I know, like, I would say that you have the greatest power to love me and hurt me with your words well but that's what marriage is yes like your spouse should have and it this is this is scary mm -hmm. 100 scary but if you're in a healthy marriage even if you're not in a healthy marriage um your spouse has the tools Mm -hmm. to either lift you up or tear you down and it could be two words yeah it could be one word Uh, it could be the way that you snap at each other like i mean but that is 100% 100% the scariest. I would say that's one of the scariest things about marriage. Yeah. It's that, also the coolest thing about marriage. Absolutely. If it is done, you know, with 
I mean, if you are doing that out of love for your spouse, if you are building them Mm -hmm. up, like I know we have previously worked on making sure that we're building one another up and we've written some notes to one another, or we even have some post-it notes even still that are around our house. I left them up. Yeah. But it's just like little reminders. I know I have like a couple of notes and even our renewal uh, Mm -hmm. vows are in my Bible. And so when I'm doing my devotions, I'll, I'll come across those again and again. Mm. And it's just, they, they build you up, but man, if there is something that you have said just a little off to me, I can just take it and and roll with it for the rest of the day. And it can even get in my head and I, Brad's like, what's happening? <laughs> so, no. but yeah, it's true. It is true. But like you, and I'm sure there's other people out there that are just like you, but you are like even a step further where you could have a bad dream about me. Like I would have done something to you in your dream. And then the next day you get up and you're, you're cold shoulder. And I'm like, <laughs> what did I do? What's wrong? It's not even what I did. That comes and I'm, from, I'm that just comes like, from my mother. And I'm like, what is wrong? What's the matter? She's like, you, know what you, you did. were mean or whatever in my dream last night. And I'm like, are you kidding? So you're going to be mad at me right now. No, you have because to, of something you have to I come did. over, make up. Because like. <laughs> of something my dream self did that I had no control over. I used to wake up in the morning and my mom would be like, I cannot believe you did that last night. <laughs> and I would have no idea what she was talking about. And it was something I had done in a dream. And so I guess I get that from my mom, my mm-hmm. bad. But I, I don't stay mad at you for anything. No, you don't. So, yeah, I, I think it all comes down to recognizing the power of your words. And I think it even comes down to recognizing where, where you want someone to be and to begin to speak that over your spouse or even, or even over mm-hmm. your children. Like speaking into what you know God wants them to be, speaking into yep. – the fact that, you know, there's this plan, there's this purpose that's bigger than where you're at now. And to start speaking into someone that way, because if you just only stay looking right where you're at right now, I think that you can get stuck really, really quick. Yeah, absolutely. So I think you're really good at, you know, speaking over me life and I try Mm -hmm. to do the same with you. Well, you're really good at telling me to, um, like, (laughs) I'm scared. I'm so scared about what he's going to say right now. You're really good. Like, because I'm very critical of myself, not of other people, of myself. And so I get very critical. And then you're like, basically like, shut up or I I don't want to hear that. I don't want to, like, I can't stand that. Blah, blah, blah. So like, but. You made me sound so awful right now. I do never say shut up to him. I do not like, okay, I grew up where shut up was a swear word. So the only time I use shut up is when I'm like, shut up, you know, like where it's like, it's kind of like, yeah. eh, I'm not swearing, but I kind of yeah. swearing. Is that what you're no. saying? No. <laughs> like if someone's saying something funny, I'd be like, shut up, you yeah. know, like that. And That's how it. I say. No, I know. I know what you mean. So no, I do not like when, when Brad, and I think we're going to get vulnerable here. He's, he can be mm. so self-critical of himself. Absolutely. And yeah. I it bothers me so bad Mm. because I am just like, that is not who you are. Like that is not who you are. And, and when you speak that over yourself, yeah, I think it's horrible. No, I know. And that, that's what I'm telling you though. I'm saying that what you're real good at is you like (laughs) in a loving way, of course, (laughs) but you don't want me speaking that stuff over myself. And so you, I'm not going to say you correct me, 
but you're like, remind you of no. who you are. Yeah. And so, I mean, and, and that matters because you could just agree with me and that would just be like, you know, like you saying whatever I'm being critical about to me, Yeah. you know, if you were in agreement, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, it's huge. I mean, words, tone, but also like the words, words that are coming out of your mouth, it's coming from somewhere. Yeah. Right. So like even like the devotional, the Bulletproof Marriage devotional where it, it says, you know, guarding their eyes, guarding their heart. Did it say heart? Yeah. It did say heart, right? I, I know I read it. Yeah. Gosh. Guarding the eyes. Guarding the eyes, guarding the heart, guarding the mouth. And um, all those, that's why I was saying they all intertwine. Mm -hmm. Because if you are constantly hearing negative, say you're at work, it, where I work, they don't really, they don't do this. Let's say you're at work and you hear it all the time where people are like, oh, yeah, well, you know, when you get around other guys, they talk about like, oh, the old ball and chain, oh, ball, you know, whatever. Yeah. The old lady, you know. Constant, constantly thinking of your wife as a burden. And yeah. Or you know, and maybe the other guy doesn't think like that, but he hears that enough, 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 enough. And then he starts, you know, saying things like that. And then you're going to start treating your spouse differently. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think of them like that and so you know guarding your heart guarding your eyes guarding your mouth and and you can't bubble you know be a be in a bubble in isolation i mean you could be in quarantine <laughs> <laughs> yes no you you can't you can't just isolate yourself from everybody else just to make sure that you're you know thinking of your spouse the right way that's when you have to really stand up for you know it's kind of like our friends told us and they read a book where the excerpt of the book is basically like, you should look at your wife as Adam looked at Eve in the Bible. And um, like, you know, I mean, I say this almost every podcast, but we're always going to like point back to the Bible. Um, so whatever side of the fence you fall on, it doesn't matter. Um, the Adam and Eve story in the Bible, they were the first man and woman. And, Adam had nothing to compare, you know, his, his wife to mm -hmm. nothing. And so, you know, it was, it was the analogy of, you know, now, you know, just years later, the way men look at women, the way women look at men, and then you can start doing that with your spouse. And this, I thought was awesome. What our friends were talking about. And I love that is that you look at your spouse, like Adam looked at Eve or Eve looked at Adam um, and then you won't have to worry about yeah, what the is words the saying that comparison is the thief of joy. Absolutely. So anytime yeah. that you're going to always look and that, and that comes back to social media too. I think it causes us to be a comparison place of constantly yeah. looking at what someone else is doing or what someone else's spouse is doing or what you think someone should be doing. Yeah. And social media is so funny though. I mean, it's great. It's a great tool. Um, but it is funny because you have, there's like two sides of the spectrum on social media. There's, we're living our best life, mm -hmm. nothing wrong. Like this is the best life in the world. And then there's the other side where it's like, uh, you know, girl, every, why are you posting that? <laughs> everything's, you know, falling down around me. I don't know what to do. You know that there's no like in between like normal 
like normalcy of of normal people where it's like, hey, I'm having a bad day or yesterday was a great day. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there are people that do that, but I'm just saying you see so much of the extreme on both sides where people aren't necessarily living their authentic life um, on social media or feeling like they need to present a picture a certain way. And, and that is, you know, it kind of ties in with words, I think when it comes to what you're putting out there. And I also think something I want to touch base on is at least for me, and you talked about this, that what comes out of our mouth comes out of our heart, but ultimately it's our thoughts. And Mm -hmm. so whatever we're thinking eventually makes its way out of us in some capacity. So, I mean, I think especially, Especially, I, I always target the women, but it's just because I'm a woman. But I think a lot of women have a battleground that happens in your mind long before <laughs> you look at your husband on the couch right. and say something like, my husband's lazy or mm-hmm. um, or you start looking at that guy that you work with and starting to feel like, oh, that person is is going to, you know, he does all the home pro- projects. He does yeah. all the home projects. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think being so careful, yeah. uh, there's a scripture verse, second Corinthians 10, three through five, that talks about taking every thought captive. Mm-hmm. And I would just encourage you to start really thinking about your thoughts, because I think a lot of times we just feel like we have no control over what, what is happening in our mind. And yet we do. Yeah. So the greatest, I think, analogy that I ever heard about thoughts was to think about your mind as a TV screen. Mm -hmm. So when you have the remote and you turn on the TV, you can't control the initial thing that comes up on the screen, but you do have the remote and you can change the channel. And I think for me, that really helped me to, to look at it as it, as it is. No, I can't control every thought that comes in my mind, but can I control whether I keep it there? Can I change the channel? Can I decide that this is not a truth and I'm not going to let it abide in my mind any longer? Yes, I can do that. And so it gave me, all right, say, I would say it helped me develop a filtering process pretty quickly Mm -hmm. about what I was going to let myself dwell on and what I needed to get rid of because it was only toxic to myself and to those around me. No, I mean, the filter is huge. And what you're saying is exactly right. I think also, though, it's what you allow um, in your life that will alter or change the way you think about everybody around you, but especially your spouse. I mean, like an example, I always tell my, you know, my friends or whoever, you know, comes to me for help or whatever. I always let them know, like, hey, you know what I do daily, daily? And um, I saturate my life, my daily life, wherever it is, in the truck, on the way to work, whatever, it doesn't matter. My daily life is saturated with Jesus. And some people are like, well, that's like pretty extreme. Don't get me wrong. I don't walk around like a monk. Like I don't have, you know, I'm not like meditating, you know, humming a hum, whatever. Humming a hum? No, I don't know what they do. Okay. But I'm not (laughs) walking. I'm not walking around like that, but like my music, I am very intentional on the music I listen to, because if you don't think that the music you listen to feeds you, then you're 100% wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just a a spot like you should look that up and really look into 
Uh, there's tons of studies, music, uh, TV, any kind of media. Like if you don't think that you're feeding yourself that, like you're you're dead wrong. Yeah. And and if you're wondering why you can't look at your spouse the way you used to look at them, like or talk to them the way you used to talk to them, like all of this because it all intertwines. Um, look at your life. Like what are you doing uh, when you're not with your spouse? Mm-hmm. You know what like, music? Who are you listening to? What are you looking at? Yeah, all those things. Yep, determine. absolutely. I mean, even if it's as simple as just scrolling through Instagram, like mm-hmm. that isn't. I'm not saying like they're going like crazy and you know looking at porn or anything like that. That's not what I'm even getting at. I'm just saying like, what are you allowing in your body? What are you feeding your body? It's just like food. It's just like food. Like if your goal is to feel better about yourself, um you are wrong if you don't think that food has an effect mm-hmm. on your body also yeah. like there's there's absolutely hundreds thousands of studies about that it's the same thing with your mind mm-hmm. you know everything you listen to all of that and and so you'll start snapping at your loved ones your kids i mean man there's been times um that i know that i've said something to one of the boys or even even our girl and because I guess we act exactly like from what my, they, my wife they says. They 100% do. <laughs> so I guess we act exactly like, and, and, um, I don't realize, you know, I might feel like I'm saying something that's, that's, I could say to one of my boys and it's not a big deal. <laughs> and I say it to her and it's like, I don't even know that I did anything. Yeah. Um, but then when I really think about it, I'm like, well, I could have said it like this, mm-hmm. you know? Words are huge. Tone is huge. Well, yeah, because she's funny because she reacts to your tone. I think even more like I could get she on matches. her about the same thing. And and she just kind of lets it roll off her back or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when her daddy gets on to her about something or he seems a little snappy or short, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, like this is not OK. And now she's at that age where she's like, like, where's this tone coming from? You know, and it's like. <laughs> what you know and yeah. so it's funny because i'm just like looking at both of them like you are the same person i mean look we're not getting in drag out like yelling no matches. no 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 that's not what i'm saying at all but what i am saying is that i am very and i'm trying to be more so with our kids you know i'm, I'm not going to say now because i've always been careful but as they get older in different seasons of their life you do have to change the way yeah. you talk to him because words are huge. I know that I work out when I work out right now, I'm dragging my 13 year old boy with me. Mm-hmm. And the other day I was not happy because he was like walking around like a sloth, getting ready to go work out. I'm in the garage waiting. Everything's ready to go. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. He's like, I'm going to go get my water. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And look, to be honest, it probably wasn't that long, but I was getting anxious. Right. And I didn't tell him anything, but literally in me, I was like, I have to be so careful on how I correct him with him working out with me on how to get him like motivated. I have to be careful on that because if I say one wrong thing, like he's not going to want to come out there with me anymore. Yeah. 
It's you true. know, his, his whole attitude is going to change. And it's the same if I speak to you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, don't they, so I, I can't remember the exact statistic, but there is a statistic that talks about, I think it's that for every negative that you use, that you, in order to balance it out, there has to be seven positive things that are said. I, don't, I mean, that sounds awesome. Well, I, I mean, know. it sounds awesome, but that is super intimidating. Oh, well, yeah. Of I course. mean, especially like I, I'm going to be gut honest. Like the, the you one. You can't even think of seven positive things. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. No, like with our, like just like my husband and, and, our, and our daughter, they kind of mm-hmm. are the ones that tend to butt heads a little bit more. It's <laughs> me and our middle child that tend to, I would say, I don't know what the right word is, but just where you feel like you're just like that tension spot more. Yeah. And so I have literally tried this exercise. He's just the one that always seems to like, you have to just remind him constantly to like stay mm-hmm. within certain boundaries. Yeah. It's just, it's just like a constant, you know, like <laughs> no this, that, or the other thing. And so I have actually tried this exercise of trying the seven positive mm-hmm. things for every like correction. Yep. Oh my word. It is like, it. I, I don't think I would ever stop talking in a day. Well, but it's not, you're, you're, you're correcting. I mean, it, they're children. Yeah. So they need to be corrected. So I mean, yeah. Like if you're doing something wrong and you're telling yeah. them not to do it, like I, w- I wouldn't say that telling him not to do that is a negative thing. It's just, Hey, you're not supposed to do that. Like you, I can't imagine. I haven't even tried this. But with all three of the kids, if they're doing something wrong and I tell them, hey, you need to stop that, then I'm like, oh, wait, now I got to tell you, them I love seven you. <laughs> things. Yeah. Seven positive. I mean, we're positive around our kids all the time. So maybe that, I don't know. I don't know the study you're talking about. I'm just saying, like, we say good morning, I love you, and all that stuff. You know, so I mean, and Brett's like, I'm maybe, covered for 24 yeah, hours after that. Yeah, maybe I'm covered. I don't know. So. But I'm just thinking, like, if you're that careful around your kids, then you should be even more so around your wife or husband, you know. For sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I would say that you have to be so careful with your spouse. And in fact, Proverbs 18.10 says, the tongue has the power of life and death. And that is a very convicting scripture that you have the power of life Mm -hmm. over your husband or wife, over your kids, over your work environment or death. Oh, I mean, yeah. So you you just reminded me like there is people that I've been around and they are like negative. Right. Nancy. Sorry. Whoever's Nancy. Yeah. Sorry. But that's just the same. I don't, I don't make these sayings up. Yeah. Right? So, but it, but it being negative Nancy, and it does, it starts to affect you. And I've literally told people like, I'm done mm-hmm. with that. Like, stop talking about that. Like if you, like it affects everything you do. And you, you imagine living with someone like your spouse that was just constantly negative, even not necessarily about everything else going around, just about you. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you laying down on the couch? Why are you watching that? whatever. Yeah. Why are you, why aren't you out doing this? Why aren't you out doing like, man, 
Like, yeah, I, I think be... people get stuck in that place then where they just feel like there's no winning. Like no matter yeah. what they do, it's not going to be enough to make somebody else okay. And it's it's so defeating. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it in kids where you can see that the kid, the kids, like I can't do anything right. Right. Anything. I've seen it in our our mm-hmm. um, middle child. Yeah. It's like I can't do anything right, and I'm just like it breaks that my kills heart. Me. Yeah. And I'll pull him aside and I'll set him down and we'll talk. Yeah. Um, because it does. It breaks my heart because I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've been there where you can't do anything right. Um, and and it it does it. If it's just constant, all that's so constant. It's it's so, I think, what am I trying to say? I think people like just let words spew. Yeah. And then they'll say, oh, I'll apologize They later. deal with the consequences later. Yeah. But man, those consequences can, like you talk about like, we've talked about scars. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about all, all that in previous podcasts. And you talk about leaving scars, like you will leave. Yeah. And especially, I mean- especially us women, we will collect those mm-hmm. words and we will pull them out as You'll weapons sharpen later them on. Up. Yeah. So being very careful because both both spouse, both spouses have to be so careful because you can wound and then also pull them out later for weapons or this is what you did or said or don't you remember. And this is not to negate the fact that I mean, people need to grow. They need to change. There are people who are abusive and that's not to make light of any of these situations. But if you are in, you know, quote unquote, a a healthy marriage, and we always talk about this, making sure that you recognize the power of your words can bring life Mm -hmm. or death and making it your goal to bring life to those around you. And then also I would say, being careful about those that you're around. You can't, you cannot get rid of your spouse if they're a negative person. Okay. You got to be the one who speaks <laughs> like, but you can change someone. Like, yeah, you can so, change someone's perspective just by yes. how you, I'm not saying, them. you know, we're not like the fix and prayers, right. but you can change someone by your perspective. But um, if you have friends that are around you and they do nothing mm. but feed into, the toxicity of, of just what marriage is or, or, you know, if they're always yeah. like, you deserve better or oh, you shouldn't put up with yeah. that or you, someone over there could treat you better then I, I'm just going to be real bold here and say, find new friends. Yeah. Like hundred percent. If you have those around you that are closest in your life are speaking really death over mm-hmm. your marriage or death over, you know, people in your life, then you need to really take a hard look as to why you are allowing that to happen and recognize that you can remove yourself from those circles. You can. And it goes back to what I was saying, what you're feeding yourself, that stuff. And for a while, you may just be like, eh, let it go out the other year, but it's a seed planted and it will grow Mm -hmm. and it will affect the way you look at your spouse. It'll affect the way you speak to your spouse. And I will say this, like, you know, and we haven't fully given our whole story here. We're working on a project that is going to share our our whole story. But um, I know that there was a dime a dozen people who would have told me to give up on our marriage. Like, just a dime a dozen. You know, I mean, it was like, give up, give up, give up. But there was those people that just gave and spoke hope. 
And in spite of you having every right. In spite of that. Yeah. But yeah. I just, I'm just saying like you will always find someone who will be willing mm-hmm. to speak negatively and will support you in negative decisions. Yeah. And I would say to always find someone who will speak truth to you, whether or not you want to hear that. Truth you want to hear it or not. Yeah. And so if you always have the friends that just agree with you no, that's 100% of the time, then you need to really seek no, out some some new either. friendships. And I would say finding someone who is where you want to be mm-hmm. and recognizing that they have taken steps to get there. And we've, we've addressed this in other episodes as well, but uh, just really evaluating that because just like you can speak life or death, those around you are, are doing no. the same. No, I, I know personally when you, um, you know, compliment me or when you're, uh, I mean, just all all of those kind of things. When you're supporting me and things I'm doing, um, the life that you speak over me, I, that helps. Like I, I don't care if one of my my, you know, friends is like, "Oh, you're doing a great job." Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're, you know, saying those things or you're supporting me directly, then that that does that gives me a, a confidence that I know I'm going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. in our marriage and then um, you look at your marriage differently i mean speak positively over your marriage yeah i mean it is so like it's so true it's yeah so don't get true. together with Words your girlfriends and just bash your marriage i'm not saying that you shouldn't have some healthy transparency with certain people well it's you can vent yeah but i, mean, I it, but i mean like in a healthy way where someone's not like yeah. stay in that funky place oh, no. but draw no. you out but if you're just going to get in a circle of, of people and just no, go to town, and I'm, then that's I think it's, I mean, I, I honestly, I'm trying to think, I don't think I've ever really vented. That's because I'm so you. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Overlap. Overlap. Uh, no, I, but I do think that's a testament to, um, to what we have gone through mm. and, how transparent we are with each other and knowing that that our words do matter and uh, you know one word i could cut cut so deep and yeah. and one word could lift you up so high and so what kind of spouse do you want right like i don't want my wife walking around like you know sheepish mm-hmm. and and you know eggshells yeah i know i want you to like walk around bold you want to know that strong and you're each other's advocate. Absolutely. Like and I've so, got your back. You've got my back. Like hundred mm-hmm. percent. If we are, if the entire world opposes us, yeah. we know that we are in each other's corner Yeah. and we will, we're going to, we're we'll going to fight whoever. That's right. Yeah. Don't corner <laughs> us. We'll get you. Right. I like how you get like, ah, yeah. crazy. you should, I'm too bad. We're, hopefully one day we're going to start yeah, putting this on YouTube, start, yeah. but then you can see her facial expressions because they are, um, something. So real quick, since we've been referencing this, this, um, devotional, it's on you version. If you guys don't have you version, really simple way to get connected super to God's awesome word. and download it. And all like, first of all, we're not getting sponsored by any, this is is purely because i think it's so awesome but also like if you are are out there and if you're competitive you version keeps stats of your streaks Mm. and so if you're competitive you you know that could be something to get you into it anyway so bulletproof marriages 
the plan that we were talking about, it um, it says here it was through, um, uh, where is it? He thought he was already, but no, I'm just seeing it. He I just wasn't. don't want to say the wrong name. Um, Gerardo Cardenas. So uh, sorry if for some reason he is listening to this I episode right now and we have butchered your name. No, but you look, can just look up Cardenas. Okay. I said it right. Cardenas. Oh, okay. Okay. So um <laughs> anyway, look this one up. It's real bulletproof marriages and it is pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good um, one. It's a really good one now that I'm in it. Yeah. Now that I'm actually My doing bad. it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, so challenge bad. for this week is mm-hmm. gonna go right along with what we've been talking about today. So we are going to ask that you be the person that speaks life this week. Mm -hmm. And we're going to ask you to do it tangibly. Um, So five different times throughout the week that you would send a text, Mm -hmm. write a note, something that your spouse can like tangibly see that, that affirms them, that builds them up and brings life. Yep. Absolutely. So five times. Five times. So just Monday through Friday. I don't want to say tag anymore. So you, you just have, did. I know, but I had to get you to understand. So, I don't want to say it. So you yeah, have to do say this it. challenge. Tag us on Facebook, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, what's Instagram? It's unrelenting pursuit underscore. Yeah. Facebook so is unrelenting pursuit. That's it. Um, so yeah, look us up. Tag but us hashtag. on that. Unrelenting pursuit. Yeah. Because we want to see uh the We'd things love that you're to doing. See it. And and it just encourages us as well that mm-hmm. um we know that you guys are actually making the effort to continue to pursue after your spouse. And that's what all this is about. Yeah. It really is because, you know, so just five things. It's just Monday through Friday. That's a challenge, basically. Or if right? you miss a day, Saturday and but Sunday anyway, still there. Yeah. Shoot a text, do the things. Yeah. Um, but speak life into your spouse and see how different your week will be. Mm-hmm. And this has to also be done. I want I want to say this with every challenge that you do it without the expectation of return of return. So if you write the one nice note or something and your spouse is like, thanks. (laughs) thanks. And then just literally (laughs) ignores you for the rest of the day. You cannot then be angry and decide not to ever do anything nice. again. Just keep doing it. It's like, you're not doing it for a return. You Mm -hmm. are just trying to be the person that speaks life. And so that is really the goal, like speak life. Um, and I just think it's so amazing to see how when we choose to be that person, how it begins to be reflected back to us by those that we love the most. Ooh, I got a title. What? Words matter. No matter. No, that's not it. <laughs> Never mind. I kind of like it. I, I had, like it. well, you know what I meant? Like no matter what words matter, but I was trying to like put a play on it. Okay. But Still anyway. working on that one, guys. Right. We're still working awesome. on that. All right. Uh, have a great day. Yep. Bye. All right. right. You ready? I'll edit all this out. Just okay. do the end. Thanks so much for listening to Unrelenting Pursuit Podcast. We just invite you guys to subscribe and leave us a five star review, as that really helps us. Also, If you have a question for us, we invite you guys to DM us on social media, or you can email us. Have a great day.